Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome to episode two of the podcast. Welcome back. I hope you guys are enjoying these. I hope you enjoy these first three episodes for my great podcast launch. If you're new here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure in general for everyone, hit the subscribe button on the podcast app or wherever you're listening to this on. Make sure you just follow it. I'm going to be posting these once a week or I'm going to try to post these once a week. So episode two, we have my good friend Cam Meekins. Um, if you don't know who Cam Meekins is, he's been in a few of the vlogs. I'll usually be FaceTiming him nowadays in vlogs. He's in LA right now. Um, he's a musician. He's an artist. He got started very early when he was like 17 years old. Um, and he's done a lot of stuff. He has like a lot of experience under his belt. But at the same time, he's still on the come up. He's still on this like long um, come up where he's developed like a core fan base and um, makes a living off and it's been making a living off it since he was 17 um, and he's also a producer which is cool uh, he uses logic he's a producer at heart he started as a producer and then put lyrics over it like many artists do that are producers um, but yeah we're good friends uh, I kind of wanted to dive in deeper in this one and get to know get to know like his background a little bit more yeah it's a good pos it's a good podcast um, it's dope. I'm still trying to figure it out. We, as always, we are not together. We are in different locations. So occasionally, uh, there is interrupting and stuff like that, but it's fine. It's a good podcast. I listen to it. It's great. It's grand. Everything is beautiful. So make sure you give this five star rating on the podcast app. I appreciate all the support. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for, um, listening. Make sure you send me a screenshot or something. Show me you're listening to it. I'll follow you on Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at Kyle Garvin Beats. If you're new here and this is your first time listening and you're brand new to this podcast, what's up? <laughs> Go follow me on YouTube too. Um, we just hit 100,000. We just hit 110,000 subscribers recently and we are continuing to grow. So thank you guys for the continuing support, continuous support, and enjoy episode two of the podcast. Let's go. So we're here. It's happening. Episode two of the Kyle Beats podcast. I'm here with the one and only Cam Meekins. You may have seen him in some of my videos and some of my vlogs. How He's you doing, everywhere brother? On my social media. I'm doing good, man. How are you doing today? I have been better, but I'm doing great. I'm doing <laughs> yeah, you want to tell us your uh, story about <laughs> well, basically, what happened the other day? I, uh, I'm nursing an injury, nursing a, a face injury. Hit my face on the concrete the other night by accident. Yeah. Uh, so, Couple you know, just taking it easy this weekend. It's probably the best time to be doing a podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah, for so sure. I get real hazy on you, you know? That, that's why. So, for those of you who may not know Cam, who have not seen some, some of the earlier episodes we were together, we did a couple random vlogs here and there. Um, he's a producer and he is an artist, songwriter all that stuff. He's living out in LA right now. Um, I know him very well. We've done a lot of stuff together. We've gone on tour, a lot of stuff that you guys don't really know about. So I figured we'd dive into that. Many other things. I feel like f you probably have a great, you have a cool view on things because you start off as a producer on logic Yep. and now yep. you're basically a full-time artist and have been an artist for a while. Um, yeah, man. And yeah, I think you could even say we're uh, we're friends almost. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think. I think. I mean. I mean. I think that's where the relationship is right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, why don't we like while we're getting started? Why don't we just go back? Because I know your story. Like I know your whole story from start to end to where it is now. Mm-hmm. But why don't we dive a little bit deeper into that? Because I don't know the details of how everything happened. Because you did get started at a very young age when you were around what 17 years old yeah about like 15 16 uh, yeah i mean uh give the uh listeners a uh quick uh briefing sure. on uh your story so i'm an artist uh as you mentioned producer and rapper from boston massachusetts originally and uh you know my story is uh definitely an interesting one i started as a producer when i was younger i think when i got garage band probably when i was like 11 or 12 years old i started just like making beats Classic. and uh you know, that kind of slowly turned into writing songs. And then when I was in high school, when I was a sophomore in high school, I was actually uh, on a vacation with a, a family friend and um, actually ended up getting in like a life-threatening jet ski accident. And at the time when I was, you know, what I was doing back then, I was just kind of like a, a kind of class clown. I was kind of always getting bad grades, but I really loved making music, but I was never really serious about it just because I wasn't really serious about anything. But then after that situation happened with uh, the accident, it really kind of changed something for me in my head where I was just like, okay, I can uh, sit here and kind of feel bad for myself about this life-threatening you know, situation that happened to me because I got hit and I had to have this emergency surgery where I got my spleen removed and it was this crazy experience to go through as a young kid. And there were some like health complications from the, the spleen thing for a little bit. And so I kind of made a choice where I was like, well, you know what, like this is, this is something I can turn into a positive because it gave me this perspective that, you know, life is short, you have to do what you love. And I think Kyle, you know me, the way that, that I really act every day is with that type of mentality and that's where that came from. Um, and so I just started doubling down and working my ass off on music in a lot of different ways after that point. And then you know, it started off with me just making mixtapes and handing them out at school, and then slowly but surely I put them online on YouTube and Facebook before Instagram and SoundCloud even existed, and just grew a fan base. And uh, eventually, by the time I was graduating my senior year of high school, I ended up uh, signing a deal to do an album with uh, Atlantic Records. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the cra- That's one of the major things. I'd probably say that's one of the biggest things that I took just from going on tours with you and being around you all the time um for those tours and doing whatever else it's just like i feel like you just don't give a fuck (laughs) 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 i feel like for for the right things when it comes to like especially comes to posting music or hopping on any random stage or doing anything um where 99 percent of society would give a fuck and be thinking about it um well, and a good I way think, to say it is, is, like, I give a fuck about certain things, but things that are not necessary to give a fuck about, I have no room in my life for Yeah, that. it's just, you know it's just I mean? letting like, it go, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, trying everything and um, not really caring what happens. Um, like, not fearing what's going to happen, right. I should say. Because right. you care what's going to happen. You're trying to make something positive happen in every situation. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that's one of the biggest things 
the island. I mean, I think from, we see it. I think we see it a lot now in this time period where everyone's trying to like get a vlog going or get something popping, and I'm it's totally inspired by that energy that's in the creative world right now. And I think that's a good mentality to have. But you know, that's what I've been on for for a minute. Is is like why wait? You know what I'm saying? Like why make an excuse? Why wait? There's all these tools available to us right now. Just go and do it. You know, say fuck it. Go and figure it out. And you can always make it better later, but you know, the time is now to start building your brand and do whatever. So that's kind of always been my, uh, you know, my my thought process, and just and it's gotten me in trouble all the time. You, you know, gets me in trouble with my manager yeah. all the time because <laughs> I'm so quick to release things and I'm I'm such an asshole about it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It's just like life is short. That's just how I feel. Yeah, I feel like it's just a good trait to have to be able to because when you get into the zone of just caring what people think, it's it's almost as easy as it's it's almost as easy as like once you stop caring, like the second you stop caring, it just doesn't matter anymore. Like because there's a lot. I feel like that's a zone I probably was in before. Um, was just thinking about because when you get a hundred views on a video and you're putting them out. And you're like, fuck, like, I don't know. You just kind of like feel weird about it. But like once you, it's like the second you stop caring, it's just, that doesn't matter anymore. And you right. can just put out stuff. And I'm, I'm just in a zone now after all these years of trying different things and doing different stuff that I literally, I could do anything now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could right. do shows. I could put out content. I could do a podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I could do anything now because of just that like mentality. Um, no, I totally feel I you, and that's that's like, a, you know, that, I think that's so necessary as a creative today because people's attention spans are so quick now, you know what I'm saying? So if you're yeah. not constantly recreating yourself, recreating the content that you put out, finding new ways to put things out, and just, you know, leaving it all out there and trying new things, then, you know, someone else is going to come and steal those fans from you. You how do you feel? Saying? How do you feel about this? I feel like I get a lot of DMs, a lot of messages from probably both producers and artists. Um, basically, like <laughs> I don't know why, but they're telling me that they're trying to get signed, or asking me if I know anyone that's going to get signed, or even telling me that I should get signed or whatever like that. Um, how do you feel about artists that kind of don't have any momentum that are out there? thinking that I feel like there's a lot of people that think that getting signed is just the way out when maybe 20 years ago that was the case <laughs> like in the 90s right. or something right um like that could have been a way out if you pulled it off but I feel like that's just not the case today. Like, what would you say to artists especially like that no totally and and just like you I get a lot of messages like that all the time people even message me saying that I should sign them which yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what the hell that's going to do. You know what I'm saying? But basically, um, unfortunately, I think it's just misguided information. I think that people don't necessarily um, understand to a great extent sometimes uh, what goes into all this stuff. And I think that, you know, there's certain people that are motivated to execute on an idea and go and figure it out. And then there's other people that just want to talk about an idea and talk about making it happen. And this is no disrespect to anybody, but I think that's just the, the fact of the matter is, you know, not everybody does what they say they want to do with their life. You know what I mean? There's a very small percentage of people that say, oh, I want to be this in my life and then actually go and take the steps to make it happen in their life. And mm -hmm. um, 
the you know greater majority kind of just fantasize about these things and then look for these reasons why it can't happen. Well, if I'm not getting signed, then it, you know I can't make it happen. You know, if this person's not fucking with me, then I can't make it happen. And those are just excuses to keep yourself down. So, I think knowledge is power in that situation. If you understand, you know, even if you've been someone who's thought like that in the past, if you understand that that's not going to be the determining factor. The determining factor is whether or not you're willing to put work towards the, the goal, the dream. And then all those things that you're talking about, getting signed or having someone fuck with you that's higher up than you or whatever, that's just going to come to you as a reward from the hard work that you're putting in. Yeah, uh, 100%. And yeah, I so, feel like people, especially the, uh, the co-signing thing and no one's fucking with me and trying to have someone kind of help you on the way i feel like that's one of the bigger right excuses um and i mean we all do it it's all relative you know what i'm saying like i'm sitting here and shit i would love for somebody (laughs) you know higher above me to just like give me a ticket out of everything you know what i mean and just like put me on to a much greater audience but you know and that may not happen someday but it's only going to happen if i'm working towards my my thing and i'm creating a movement because then people see that and they say wow you know, this kid's a hard worker, and this is a fact of the matter. This is a fact of business. It's a fact of being an artist. Hard workers want to work with other hard workers. So if you show that you're grinding, you're creating a scene, you're creating a fan base, other artists, other people, other labels, other brands, anything are going to want to fuck with you because yeah. you've proven that you're not just a one-time fluke. You're consistently working hard. You're creating something, and people want to be involved with that. Yeah, I feel like you can use that as a strength to almost take that if you are disappointed and because you don't have anything going on, I'm like use that as a strength and come up like that. Come up by right. yourself and right. um, kind of take that and give and take is what we were calling it in the uh, the previous podcast. Yep. But um, so have you heard about uh, you checked out FL Studio on Mac at all since it came out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Logic 10 guy, man. Dude, I think I've made up my mind, and I think I'm switching. <laughs> to Logic? No, 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 no. no. Oh, to, to the like, Mac? To the studio? FL Studio? Yeah, I've just been looking up a bunch of stuff on it, and I don't know, man. Like, the Razer's great. It's a great laptop, but I don't know. Like, I, So there's two purposes. It's not just beat making. If it was just beat making, I wouldn't have a problem using the Razer. Right. Um, I just edit all my videos too I and I love editing on a MacBook so if I can just have both of those things in one place my MacBook is like per, it's it's getting old like it's it's fine it's doing the trick it's, mm-hmm. it's like a I don't know 2013 model yeah um, but it would be great to like get rid of them both and just have one device take it if I travel make a trip out to LA make some beats Make some hits, make some videos, <laughs> but like Dude, not. You know how I feel about Max. You know what I'm saying? About what? Yes, yeah, and you know how I, you know how I feel about Max. I'm I'm all about the uh, the Apple family, oh, yeah. so I think that's a great <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah, no, I'm 100 percent um about to make the move. So uh, so how long how long have you been out in LA now? So I actually just moved, I've lived here before, um, and I've kind of been bouncing between LA and New York the last few years. But uh, I just moved here permanently um, two months ago, actually, and before that, I was in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only it's only been two months since you moved there. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, feels like longer. I feel like cause, yeah, because you were out there before. Yeah, because I was on tour, and I was you know kind of 
bouncing around. So, you know, you were calling me and I was in different places. But, yeah, I've basically settled down in L.A. And, and I haven't looked back, man. It's, it's a great, great vibe out here right now. There's a lot going on in the music industry. And it's just fun to be around other artists and, you know, good weather. Yeah, man. Work out and be healthy out here. I just feel like I just feel like for me right now, just thinking about it, I've thought about it for a while. I feel like that's the move for me um, eventually when I can, when you know, I can get out there. I think it's like, you know, at the very least, if you're creating content, especially if you're creating YouTube content, what's great about being in L.A., I mean, even just the fact that like every single day, you know, you can go film something outside because it's going to be the same yeah. every <laughs> single day. Like, that's not even a joke. Like, that's actually like a real thing, you know, like there's so not even rain either. Just straight right, up right. sun. And you just know that there's just access to a lot of different things as a creative that just enable your ability to make your art. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so it's a, it's a good vibe, man. I think that's why a lot of YouTube creators and music musicians and other types of creators are out here because it's kind of a pocket of people like that right now. And New York used to have that too, but I think New York's just getting so damn expensive because of just like the finance industry that's there and just the crazy amounts of money that a small amount of people are making in New York is just driving the prices up like crazy where artists can't afford to live there anymore. Yeah, I think this I think with this whole internet thing going on too, I think there's gonna be a lot more people um I think there's gonna be a lot more people just living in places where it's nice rather than mm-hmm. stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um like I feel like this is gonna be a lot of people living in like Florida or like Arizona or something too like just to, I don't know, just to get out of the crazy winters in uh I believe Northeast. it. I think just in general, anyone can live anywhere now, right? With the internet. 100%. 100%. So you know what I think we should tell uh, your listeners? What's that? I think we should talk about how you and I first started working together and just tell... Just our our story collectively. <laughs> yeah, for sure, hundred um, percent. I mean, I might as well start. Um, when it, so the first time we met, I was talking about this in the previous podcast a little bit. I had a company that I was a part of um, when I was what twenty twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, um, right. Kind of founded a company through that company. It was an app. We were trying to get the college market linked up with cam um and then just started doing tours it was kind of like a weird thing where we didn't really know each other at all but we were kind of going out and doing these random college shows together (laughs) well i think your your listeners would find it interesting from my perspective because when i came into it exactly like you said there was this company that you were one of the founders of and you know, the other guy who was running it essentially was looking for, you know, an artist to basically have some sort of, you know, business relationship with where we could, I guess you guys were trying to put on some events. So you guys wanted to like have an artist do the show. So I did a couple shows for, for the brand, a couple like of these private events that were to promote the app. And, um, you know, I was just looking at it as, okay, great, this is a cool little thing, a little brand partnership that's going to put some money in my pocket and <laughs> be some fun shows or whatever. And then I just remember going out there to do the shows. I think we did a show in Ohio, and uh, you were just this like kind of reserved, like super creative kid who it was kind of unclear 
what you were doing for the company because it was kind of like you were doing a, a lot of different things. You were doing yeah. all of the all of the <laughs> story creative of my stuff. life. <laughs> yeah, all of the creative stuff, all of the video stuff. You know, like all of the internet stuff. Um, but you know, I think that sometimes with different ideas or different kind of companies, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. And it sounds like you know, or or obviously we know for a fact now that that one didn't work. But I remember those two shows that we did you being like you know super hungry on like the visual side about like videos and music and djing and stuff like that and Before, beats too even though and, and yeah actually trash. And beats. no you're right because you were always trying to be like yo was, like, like i got I beats like, i got beats i'll never forget the first time that very first like small show we did right um i remember like my i had like a whole like I, I was like planning out everything i was like all right we need to get to the venue like at least a little bit before so before anyone shows up like we're gonna get there i was like i didn't need anything the whole day because like i never even been around an artist at all like right. i kind of i kind of mentioned this in the but in the past but like literally my whole that's like the motive behind making these videos and making podcasts is just to keep people involved with music because i just had no involvement with it so like i was like damn this kid cam is like he's got millions of views on YouTube. Like he's making a living out. He's going on tour. Like this is crazy. And, um, like it was my mission that day to like play some of my beats. (laughs) So like while we were setting up, I was going to DJ the show or whatever. And I had like my whole beats in a playlist and I was like, yo, yo, let me play his beats. I remember I specifically said, I was like, I was like, dude, they're good. Like I wouldn't keep, I wouldn't keep making them if they weren't good. <laughs> I don't even know if you heard me cause there was music playing or whatever. I mean, but, um, and th- here's the thing. I mean, it's, it's, it was nothing against you at the time, but when you're touring, oh, I dude. mean, how many, I mean, you know this, how many people come up to you and like, yo, let me play you. Your beats. you, know, if, you <laughs> yeah. just, if you just, just met someone, you're like, yeah, dude, I mean, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's it's funny because like honestly, that's why I try to answer like as many DMs as possible and like comments and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I know I I've never been out in public really. I think I've there's you were there one person that I've met in public that knew me. So I, I don't have like any of that shit coming right now. But I don't know because it sucks when you're trying to like make something happen you're at your like hungriest point in life when you're at that point right right absolutely but also you know you need that motivation sometimes of like you know all right like you know they listen to to one thing now i gotta get better i gotta keep going or whatever and clearly you know that's where you were at because so flash forward keep the story going right we met for that first time and it was kind of that was it i think we played hacky sack together and like i saw that you were an athlete and we kind of bonded on that for a little bit and then I saw that you were super passionate about making music and and that was basically the 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 gist of our relationship and then um there was another tour that i was doing that again that company was was thinking about sponsoring um and then it didn't end up happening but i just happened to need somebody to yeah i know uh, that was that was the next one after that because that was the the summer oh, so the first so, one is from now on so it, yeah, because it, oh, it was, yeah. It right. was when right. it fizzled out, um, and then I went on the next tour that summer. Yeah, when, I, when right. I had so, nothing going on. <laughs> right. So you were still working for the company, but then I had one one more tour before that, and you came out and you did some video stuff just yeah. for me, just just because you reached out and you were like, "Dude, I wanna I wanna you know be in this world. I wanna be 
you know, doing music. I want to be in the music industry. And, and, you know, and you basically, it seemed like you wanted to be involved in any way at the time. And at the time you were making videos for me. And then I think maybe DJing happened afterwards. And yeah. again, I think that's I mean, always been your thing is, is that like, you're a trick, you're, you can do all different trades. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, just trying to use anything I could to just get somewhere, you know, I feel yeah. like that's, that's super important. I think I, I might've said this before, but like if you want to like if you want to get in any situation or place or especially if you're a producer like because producers are always trying to work with artists and oh, how do i get in the studio with this person or blah, blah 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 like if you pick up a camera and learn how to take a couple photos like they're so like photos especially because they're so easy to take and edit like anyone can do it now like if you're able to pick up a camera and learn how to take photos like you can all you gotta do is try to hit up artists and be like yo i'll do free content like every artist is looking for free content so i was that's such an amazing point like every everything i was every place i was trying to go or thing i was trying to do i was i mean beats isn't i don't know beats wasn't that helpful especially because they weren't as good as they should have been like they weren't they weren't good enough yet but like i was just giving out free videos free photos and like i could dj relationships you were making relationships could cut hair <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that's haircuts. i mean again it's what we went back to i mean you know you were a hard worker and then people saw that and people started fucking with you slowly but surely and then you went off and did your own thing as an artist and or as a producer and a you know content creator you know and it makes sense i mean it's it's a it's a really really true point that you know you don't have to get involved you know, for the exact thing that you want to be doing just to move, you know, to move towards what you're doing. What I mean by that is like, you can start off just doing photography for someone for free just to get your foot in the door so that you can start building these relationships in the industry and then, you know, peel back the layers. Oh yeah, you know, this kid is cool. He's been coming on the road with us. He's doing all these different yeah kind of content work for us. Oh, he has beats. Like we're all friends now. Like now let's listen to your beats. Now let's really appreciate you as a creative you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, some people I think aren't aren't willing to like humble themselves enough to, to do that. But clearly you were always just like, you were kind of just with this, you know, just you, you were going to figure it out however you had to, to just get somewhere, you know? Yeah, I feel like I was always willing to take like a... And like I think a, that's what, that's like what kids need to know. Like a backstep or something. Like a, yeah, that's what kids need to know is, is that like, you know, you don't have to have the full plan exactly figured out. But you have to just work towards your goal. Do something every day that's moving you towards where you're trying to be, not away from it. Or not in the the exact same spot. All those experiences too, because I mean we, I mean we'll get into it, but we did a lot of stuff together, touring and um, going to different places. I feel like that just, I feel like that just prepared. Like hopping on a stage and doing shows in front of thousands of people (laughs) is something that just like gives you life experience i don't know i can't even explain it but just it just gives you life experience like we were hanging out with cool people like i told i told this dude my in the last podcast i was like oh i was playing super smash brothers with uh super duper kyle and he's like what the fuck (laughs) like what are you talking about (laughs) and just like just like situations like that i don't know it just gives you life experience and you're able to look at things differently so that now I'm able to take a step back after seeing all that stuff and doing all those experiences. It's almost like I already lived it. 
Now I'm trying to take it. Now I took a step back and just built this whole Kyle Beats brand from like zero, essentially in a couple. It's been two years almost, right. not even two years since I like fully committed to Kyle Beats. Right. Um, and I just like I feel like some people aren't willing to take the step back to completely reevaluate their whole situation, and um, I don't know. No, that's a good point, man. I mean, you know, constantly got to be analyzing, right? And like, you know, making hard decisions and just really just going for it. I mean, shit. How do you feel? Anybody, <laughs> did anybody believe in you when you said, oh, I'm going to start vlogging? No. <laughs> this is this is something me and you always talk about, Ready? How do you feel about just like, because obviously we're both, well, we're both doing music, but we're both technically entrepreneurs. Like, um, you do everything yourself. All your stuff is you. All my stuff is me. How do you feel about just like, cause we're always like, I feel like we wake up every morning and we're like, fuck man, how do I get to this point? How do I get here? How do I get there? Like, it's just a constant, it's a constant like grind mentally and physically all that stuff. I mean, if you're not in a constant panic mode of, <laughs> how do you feel about this though? How do you feel getting about to the next place? Then you're not fully living that entrepreneurial yeah. life. I mean, being an entrepreneur in your earlier days is literally a constant firefight a constant you know panic but in a good way it's figuring out you know the answer to certain problems it's figuring out how to generate more buzz more content you know and it's just you know not making excuses and figuring out ways to do things i wanted to you know you inspired me to start vlogging so i did a whole season one of a vlog and then i stopped and now i'm thinking how can i make season two bigger and better and it's this constant, you know, I mean, every single day I'm worrying about stuff, but it's, it's all in a good way. And that's, yeah. that's what it is. You know what I mean? Just like the give and take <laughs> that mm -hmm. I talked about earlier, but I don't know. I feel like it's weird when I think about just imagine getting to a point where imagine getting to a point where it's like, all right, Kyle beats has a million subscribers. I have millions of dollars. Like once you get there, it's just like, oh fuck, man. There's a there's a guy with a six million dollar house. <laughs> it's, all, but it's yeah, like, exactly. It's I, always. I mean, for if I mean, I just think that it's the type of people we are. There's yeah. always something else to chase because the the truth is is that we live off of the chase. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't live off of, you know, just the mundane, easy lifestyle. We live off of the chase. We live off of figuring out how to make things bigger and reach more people and you know it becomes addicting it's exciting and you're doing something that you know feels gratifying because it serves a purpose in in the world creating art is something that you know is needed in, in this in this in this world it's such a huge thing man it's just just having patience and i think as long as you don't give up you'd never fail you know like mm -hmm. um Cause it's tough. There's, I feel like there's a lot of people that there's a lot of people that will watch the videos or want to make better beats, looking at my videos or looking at my beats or whatever, um, or get to the point with subscribers, I guess. But it's mostly like beats and content and stuff like that that they're trying to replicate. But it's like, dude, my beats. It took me so long to get my beats where they're at today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like. Yeah. That yeah. shit just takes so long. Like, I don't know. I, I, I know Same I wasn't. Same thing with me and my music. I mean, it's taken me 10 years to really truly yeah, the exactly. sound that yeah. I felt happy yeah. about. It's know? crazy. It just, this shit just takes so long.
but um way longer than you ever expect <laughs> yeah and then and then we're gonna look back 10 years from now and be like damn like i didn't know shit back then right. <laughs> i was just getting started which is probably true we were podcasting talking all this shit we didn't know shit. <laughs> i know right it's crazy i can't wait to look back at my videos like in like five years <laughs> and just see episode one making a beat in florida that's but, what's uh, crazy, man, about, like, this vlog generation is, like, you know, you really got the, the receipts of your whole entire life just, 100%. just on, on a fucking vlog. 100%. Yeah, you, you ever watch, like, um... Like, what was I doing June 4th, 2016? <laughs> like, oh. Oh, making another beat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was making a beat in my room? <laughs> With <Sick>. purple lights? <laughs> oh, that's what I was doing. Oh, I went to the Starbucks drive-thru? <laughs> I wish we had drive throughs I hate how Massachusetts doesn't have any <laughs> drive throughs man. It's killing me. Yeah, I, I go hey. to... Dude, I go to Starbucks like twice a month now. I swear to God. Any of your Falmouth fans are going to correct you. There's a there's a Starbucks <laughs> drive through in Falmouth, Falmouth, Massachusetts. Yeah, there's someone in Falmouth and listening in to this right now. And in Natick, actually. There's two There's really? two Starbucks drive throughs I mean, if, you're, if we're going to talk about Starbucks, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get factual you. with you. It's, a, it's <laughs> the number one... Uh, it's the number one coffee place, right? Did you ever did you ever drink Dunkin Donuts ever? Like cuz I know Oh yeah, me, dude, 100%. I I I started with Dunkin Donuts and then oh, I switched over to dude. Starbucks. I 100%. think that a lot of people have that uh story, especially in Boston. Especially in Boston, dude. That's like that like is the story. Usually people don't switch either. Yeah. I feel like Starbucks just start flooding in the Boston or Boston a little bit more. Yeah, it's just that darker flavor, you know what I'm saying? Dude, it's it's a lot, dude. A lot of caffeine. I tried to wean off it for a while because I would, you know, start my day, wake up, shower, whatever. Um, just like get some work done in the morning and just chug mm-hmm. a coffee, and then immediately, immediately when it's gone, I'm just like, all right, what's the next source of caffeine? <laughs> <laughs> remember we were doing like we like I remember when you were here and um, just in general, we, we took that trip to Santa Monica that time for a week. Like yep. we were doing like two a day. Like we do the coffee in the morning and the latte <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> you know what though? I really, I really don't think that that's a bad thing. I, I, I actually think that like if you're busy and you're working hard, like coffee gets you going, man. Like, mm. and as long as it's no more than two, you know what I realized? I don't think it's a bad thing. Remember when I told you I was getting so much anxiety? Yeah, no, that's true though. If you have anxiety, coffee's not the way. But honestly, it's just like the mindset, man. Like. Like I, I'm drinking caffeine now every single day, and it's fine. It's just because I was freaking well, that's out just about. You, that's because you're controlling your anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's great though because I get so much stuff done, and I'm here doing a podcast right. at 10 p.m. <laughs> drinking tea, <laughs> drinking more caffeine. What about um? What about your process of making music? Because I mean, I've seen you make beats, and I've seen you. Because um, do you have? Like when, for example, when I make a beat, I have no idea for vocals. I'm FL Studio looking at the FL Studio, just like, all right, I'm a producer. I'm going to make a beat and it's strictly just for a producer's ears. And then occasionally, like today, if I was going to make a beat, occasionally halfway through, maybe I start thinking of lyrics now because I'm like putting out songs. But what's your process of making beats? Because I know 100% of these people, maybe not 100%, but most of the people listening are going to be producers but when it comes to an artist it's like do you ever have an idea for lyrics and then start playing the piano or 
Totally. I mean, you know, this is probably the question I have gotten the most besides in the earlier days people asking me if I liked being labeled a frat rapper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is, yeah, definitely one of the questions I get the most. I don't have like one particular way that I like to write or make a song. As a producer and a rapper, I think that probably is the reason why I'm like that. Sometimes I'll be, you know, in a situation, I'll think, oh, I, I want to write a verse, and I'll write a verse either on paper or on my phone. Um, and then other times, I would say most of the time now, because I've really, you know, become more of a, a my, my career is being an artist, so I'm a little bit more kind of regimented with it now. Um, mostly I'll go into the studio and if I'm producing the song, I'm going to start with the beat, you know, kind of make a watered down version of the beat, then kind of write the whole song and then create more production on top of the beat. Yeah, after man. That. Since I start, honestly, since I started trying to lay lyrics out or even when I was, when we did a song together and I added some right. post-production to it. I feel like that's crazy, man. Like, like that's the way to do it, though, because you need to have that room for the lyrics. No, a hundred percent. It's just like it's almost like it's making me rethink everything. Because it's like, dude, you right. need simple beats. Um, right. I've seen people talking about this on Twitter, like how important it was. Um, it was like Nick Mirror, Taz Taylor, one of those kids from Internet Money, were just saying how important it is to have simple beats. Like they don't want these crazy things. Like they just want. A couple so, melodies, a, like a snare, and like they're gonna lay something out, and you can yeah. figure it out like post production, and then like really bring it all together. But mm -hmm. before that, like when you're laying out lyrics, it's like if there's too much stuff, it's impossible. And if we're being honest about it, I mean that's how the biggest songs get written. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the biggest songs get written from scratch with great artists, great producers, making something together, and then building it out further from there. You know what I'm saying? And it takes time. You know. I think that the songwriting, you know, the best songwriting is you make something 95% of the way and then you spend a long time getting the rest of that 5%. Yeah, 100%. That's the best way to write songs. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes I made and I know other people are doing it is just... Because that like, first initial vibe, you got to be like rolling, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to really get going. Sorry to interrupt you, but... Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I like even when I'm doing, even when I'm like thinking of stuff like... I'll think of like a whole hook sometimes and I'm just playing on the piano. You know what I'm saying? With mm -hmm. a piano and a clap and nothing else. <laughs> and then right. once I start adding stuff, I'll, I'll be like, what was that hook again? And you just completely right. forget it and like everything is gone. But I feel like that's one of the biggest mistakes I made at the beginning was just just like ODing and almost like trying to create my own, like create it was almost like I was trying to create my own piece of music and like submit it to DistroKid and put it out on iTunes. You know what I mean? Like it's almost mm -hmm. like it was too far where there could be no vocals on top of it. Um, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes I made and I'm sure a lot of people are making at the moment. Um, totally. But yeah, man, what else should we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to bring something up. I forgot. What was it? Uh, we can always cut the stuff out too. If it, yeah, if yeah. That's what I figured. Um, I was going to say, uh, oh, you know what I think is interesting to talk about also for your producer um, homies that listen to your stuff. I want to I know what you think about this, Kyle. So when I hear music, 
I hear music as a collection of all of the separate instruments combined, if that makes sense. So I hear everything separately, but also collectively. And I can identify every single track when I hear a song almost. Yeah. And I'm always analyzing music like that. And I think that that helps when you get in the studio and you produce your own shit to sit and analyze someone else's beats you know, so you can hear like, oh, okay, they put a little, you know, yeah, delay no, on their snare here. They panned out their hi hats. They did this, and you know what I'm saying. And like, and I, I think I tweeted this the other day. I put it on Instagram. I was like, you want to be a great producer, start recreating other great producers. Oh my beats god, literally practice. <laughs> literally, we were talking about this on the last podcast. Um, really, with my, we were talking about how that I said this. I was like, if you want to get better at making beats and you're not good yet literally listen to a beat and then go recreate the exact same beat i was literally just like you go listen to the first keys and then go to the fl studio and play those keys and then go back to the song listen to the snare that because that's what i did i would just recreate some beats and that's how i got started too and then started doing that with kanye songs and the, oh yeah i remember you put that on your uh you put something like that on your instagram like you were recreating a beat um mm-hmm. just for fun or whatever i still do it to this day just because you always learn something new and then as you like as you move forward it's just like you take different pieces of inspiration from all these different types of music and then you implement them all in one piece of work when you're making your own music and that's like what your style is almost and then obviously add in your weird genetic sauce that like no one else has whatever that is um but yeah i feel like for me i feel like if i'm in the car just listening to music I don't I feel like I should do it more but I don't know I kind of just like vibe out I, I I can do it two ways like if I'm I can try to listen to it and then really listen to different parts but if I'm if I'm just listening to music honestly everything just blends together for me um, and then occasionally I'll hear something that just like you know sticks out because I don't know like some snare that like some like I don't know because you hear everything but I don't know right um, right I know what you're saying with like the different tracks because when I really start to break it down, I, I start to hear the uh, the delay on the fucking hi hats or you know what I'm saying or like the mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. crazy like that where um, you wouldn't necessarily hear it if you were just listening to it. I mean, I feel like that's a big part of um, I feel like that's a big part of why people are like producers are trying to get into the spotlight, but people don't understand it. You know what I mean? It's hard to understand. Um, what goes into a beat because like imagine I'm listening to music like that not really singling out anything imagine like a normal person just on the radio like how are they gonna they're gonna listen to the snare like the producer isn't gonna get any notoriety because the only thing they can understand is vocals you know what I mean like people are understand talking and vocals and rapping and singing because like that they do it you know what i mean they know how that works well, and, yeah, and they can just understand like what they feel you know i mean most people are listening to music on like a surface level you know so it's just about like the beat and how it makes the, how it feels rhythmically within a person and that's why people can dance to music you know yeah. but yeah they're not listening to it from a you know unless you write music you're not listening to it from a kind of production level where everything is tracked out i mean I, anytime i have a friend come over who knows nothing about how music is made they're always so fascinated by tracks like the idea that it's like these layers 
of individual audio files that come together. And I still think that some people don't even understand it after I explain it to them. You know yeah, what I'm 100%. saying? Like, I mean, it takes a while, like, but yeah, like it's a super, super interesting thing for sure. So, uh, what are you working on now in the future? What's, what's in the future for Cam Meekins moving forward? So yeah, basically I got a lot of, um, content coming out over the next few months that I'm in the process of, mapping out and planning right now i really wanted to take uh the fall of 2018 and really make it a launch point for just the next phase of my career and so i kind of went ghost on social media for a little bit i stopped vlogging i stopped posting songs bi-weekly which i was doing for the last year which has doubled my fan base on spotify which is incredible and so now I've built a little bit more of a foundation than I had before, and I want to just take that foundation and, and blow it up. I mean, I want to be the biggest artist, one of the biggest artists in the game, and I think that I can do that with some of the music that I have that's unreleased right now. So I'm basically trying to just be very calculated about how I'm doing all of that. And uh, so, how, so I'm, you keep going, keep yeah. going. I, I yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, what I'm actually physically doing right now is in the studio. I'm making all this music, and I'm gonna announce you know, how it's coming out, uh, very shortly. And I'm also in the, in the, at the same time developing the second season of the vlog, which I'm going to do a lot more exciting um, Can't pro- wait to see professionally. That. Yeah. And that one, I think, you know, I just wanted to, I just want to try and do stuff differently. I mean, you know, I've always tried to, to figure out a way to, to put a unique twist on how I'm releasing the content. So we got a song you know. coming out too. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, actually, yeah, I just shot a music video for that song that, that you produced, um, uh-huh. and that's gonna be that's gonna be a big one. So it's all coming together as part of a cohesive plan. But um, you know, basically, it's over the next few months a lot of different content from a lot of different angles, a lot of shows, um, a solo tour. Um, basically, uh, you know, it's gonna be a really exciting fall, and I'm 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 just trying to make sure that you know we plan it out as best we can because you know. Planning is everything. The plan means nothing. Yeah. How do you feel about um, with like the internet being the way it is in the past? Like, I don't know, the past like three, two, three years maybe. I think you really starting to notice this, um, and I think I can see it too in the music industry a little bit. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to explain this, but basically. If you look at YouTube, for example, there's a lot of people that are winning that are posting as much content as human, humanly possible. Same thing on, um, same thing on Instagram. Same thing on a lot of social media. It's just people that are posting, 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 um, just like content as much content mm-hmm. as possible. If the quality gets a little bit less because of the content, whatever. Um, I know Russ did this too in his little um, spring to success. I mean, he was posting songs every single week. How do you feel? Because I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed emotions when it comes to um, in music, and I think just artistry in general. Because I think an artist, like artists, are kind of different. You know what I mean? Like artists will go in and they they there's a lot of emotions going as you create music or whatever you're doing, like any kind of art. Um, how do you feel? Just like the 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 quality versus quantity argument when it comes to, um, it's a, totally, totally. Cause for me, Chris, me personally, like sometimes like, for example, like the past week I've felt a little, like not really, not my energy 
is like gassed out but i'm just like that excitement kind of you lose that excitement it's just like all right well i gotta do something bigger and better every single day now and it's just hard to do and you know what i mean and then tie all so i think yeah absolutely i'll answer that question in two parts i think one to quickly speak about as it relates to you and what you're doing because as one of your best friends i think that i can can uh I kind of have a good grasp on it. Yeah. I have a grasp on where you're at. I think that it's important not just for you, but for any content creators to step away and create demand for a little bit. Yeah. Even when you're vlogging every single day, you know, Casey Neistat, he's had what, like a million seasons of the vlog now, you know what I'm saying? So like you, you have to kind of go into another season. I think that's the best vlog formula in my opinion, personally. So, like, you know, if that means take a week off and go on vacation or, you know, or take a month off and just reevaluate and come back with a different set or a different, you know, studio desk or something, you know what I mean? Like, just differentiate. Um, I think that that goes a long way. And it also helps because, you know, I mean, fans need a break, too. I mean, and it creates creates demand. It creates buzz for you. It's excitement. You coming back. It's excitement. So, it's like, you know, you've been on your grind. You did your you did your vlog now season two is coming and that's what i'm trying to do with with my vlog i'm trying to make mine bigger and better and then you know the other part of that that question um you know quantity over quality it's we are at we are in uncharted territories uh right now for for music i mean we have people like russ putting out songs every week and now everyone wants to do that and you know people are putting out songs quicker than ever before and it's just with no rhyme or reason, and that's partly because of Instagram. It's partly because it's so easy to do it with TuneCore now. It's yeah. partly because of Spotify. It's you know, it's it's because of all of this, all these different reasons collectively have created this dynamic in the music industry. But there's also still an incredible attention to detail on the artistic side. Kanye West just put out a seven-track album that he clearly has been working on, like you know, in a very artistic way. Yeah. And artists are still doing that. <coughs> but I think what's happening is whether you it out as an album or whether you put songs out weekly or bi-weekly or whatever i think one way or another at some point as an artist you got to put out music that's really you've taken some time on to get really deep into the music and you know i think even russ has done that because i think russ released singles for a long long time but then he put out an album that you know had some older songs but also some newer ones that were bigger and it was a more cohesive project and so I think the answer is both, I guess, now. It's quality and quantity because I think it's just you know, figuring just out. want a lot of different content. Yeah, I think like, it's just figuring they out. They want the party songs sometimes, but then they also want you know more serious songs or songs that have t- clearly taken longer to build out the production and you spent more time on it. So I think that's the answer is there is no great way to do it, but you just kind of have to balance out. You know, just figuring out what have works your finger for you. on the pulse Cause, exactly cause, have a finger on the pulse of where your fans are because when I noticed I think like October September September is like when my channel started to get my YouTube channel started to go from like a thousand to like ten thousand from like September October November and I think around like I don't even know I was I was trying to do videos every single day and if I missed one day I'd be like fuck I gotta get out one out the next day I'd do like three days in a row miss a day two days in a row I'd be doing like five a week almost which is crazy thinking about now like five mm-hmm. five six a week and what I noticed was when I committed when I switched my roll up and committed to every other day my subscribers and my views actually started to go up 
because of it because the quality was better the, <coughs> the ideas were more creative um i had more energy um there was more time being able to spend be able to be spent in recording the video like for example tomorrow the whole day is just going to be recording and today it was just like a little bit of editing in the morning and um mm -hmm. so i feel like it's just trying to find what works for you um but at the same time like <laughs> pushing yourself and putting in work and stuff right, like right. that it's a weird it's a weird thing when it comes to being an artist because it's like this it's like this yeah let's get it let's work but at the same time you gotta get into this like um you gotta get, you have to get into this like creative zone and like get into a vibe too you never know when the vibe's gonna be there and when it's not gonna be there and uh, that's something i've had to do over the year too is like force myself to make beats and I think it's yeah, I think you know it's made me better. These days, but these days you got to do it right. Like sometimes you just got to sit in the studio and do it. And sometimes those beats are gonna be trash. But you know, more often than not, they won't. Yeah, be. that's a big question I get a lot too. Is just how do I stay inspired because I do post so many videos and um, stuff like that. I think just like the working aspect. I think just all of the working stuff around the creativity is just so intense for me. Like I'm constantly, I'm constantly doing like busy work like answering emails or editing the video like just getting stuff done so when it when it comes mm -hmm. time to like sit down and make a beat like i am fucking hyped you know what i mean because right, i'm just right. like i can just sit here and make music and i always just think about you know it was a crazy moment for me that i think i should i should um tell them about I, this this is like what's important to be to try to surround yourself with whatever you want to do remember that morning i think i told you about this so Cam used to live in Boston. So some random morning when I slept over his apartment um, on his futon or whatever, I was sleeping there for a little bit. In the dark days. <laughs> in the dark days, dude. Um, I was sleeping on his futon. I woke up in the morning and it was like, I don't know, Cam's, Cam gets up at like nine. I wasn't getting up at any time. <laughs> like I was just randomly waking up and going to sleep at that time. So I was probably up an hour after he got up. He already got his coffee came back and he was just making beats this is before anything before i was doing kyle beats before i was making money i never moved to florida yet whatever and he was just sitting there making beats on logic i was like dude what the that was like one of those life moments like where i was like dude what the fuck like this is crazy like he like he wakes up in the morning and this is progress <laughs> like sitting down and making a beat is progress um i think that's one of those things that hit me that knew that um that like beats could be potentially something you know what i mean that i could do moving forward i just never knew it was possible till well that's a super interesting thing because i think that that uh and again i think that the reason that i got to the point in my life that i did is because i ended up switching my mentality and having that near-death experience that made me realize some things about life that most people just never are really thinking about because institutionally growing up with school and all these different things in our life as kids we are taught to be one type of way. We're taught to follow, you know, a certain path and go to college and have a certain career path because that's going to lead to our best chance of having health insurance and our best chance of having a family and our best chance of, you know, being a valued person to society. And those things are all good things. But, you know, that formula is a little bit outdated, I think, for like the internet world that we live in now. And I think that we're in a lot more of a service-based economy now where people can do things that that they love to do that give value to other people 
and make a career out of it whether it's music or whether you start a vlog about you know planting pots in your in your backyard you know because you love plants literally you know what i'm saying like you can you can be the go-to source for information you can add value to the world through the internet about whatever you're passionate about and that's a service economy that's like that's that's a real service that you're giving to the world and you'll be compensated for that so you know um it's just a very very exciting time to be a human being right now because it's i think it's the easiest time ever to become a millionaire yeah because you can basically do it any way that you want because there are no rules and there's a platform for everything there's tools for everything that are cheap there's no excuses there's no barriers to entry anymore for basically anything yeah and you know if you're not taking advantage of that that's fine if if you want to be doing something else you know everyone has their own priorities but i think there's a lot of people out there that want to be doing stuff like that but maybe they aren't because they just haven't realized that they can you know what i'm saying and like you, you really can like you you can make beats your number one source of income and in fact if you love making beats so much if you're really truly that passionate about it i would argue that that's your best opportunity to make the most amount of money because you're so passionate about it you're going to work the hardest at that and that's what you're going to become an expert in and you know what makes the most amount of money being very skilled and being the best person in any particular field so whatever you're passionate about is probably the most likely thing you're going to get the best at. it's funny because that's if you don't give a fuck about being an accountant you're not going to be the best accountant Mm. it's funny because that's literally where i'm that's literally how i got to where i am today because that was just a thing that that was just a thing i always like beats was the thing i always just kept coming back to and it was just a thing that i never lost interest in and i think videos too but it was weird because i was doing music videos for people so i don't know it's easy to lose interest when it's not your thing but um i always had a dream of making videos around beats too but i think beats is just the thing i always just kept coming back to it's the thing i never got sick of i was always doing it for fun for like four years um and then i just didn't know it was possible and i started looking on the internet and seeing people were making money and i was like damn people are making more than enough money. People are making hundreds of thousands of dollars selling beats. And then now I think with this whole beat making thing and just the internet, I think just the internet in general, um, you can just film yourself and make podcasts and you can really make anything you want. You can do anything you want as a living. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I agree. I think it's a great time. Um, I'm just excited to 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 keep moving forward and i don't know i'm excited to see what i can build with this especially when i get to a point where um i have someone with me filming and i'm around Mm -hmm. people making music and just like i was telling uh my the other day uh like i was just like telling him i was like dude like even like the one video where i was i said my friend cam fucking came up and we were just at a cousin stitch show like the video was just so much better (laughs) you know what i mean it was so much more entertaining and it was it was like it was like five minutes because i just wasn't used to being out in public vlogging i didn't know how much stuff i had to film but um i think it's just going to get to the point where it's just going to be this epic series and um i don't know just like my story as a beat maker and uh i don't know 
it's cool but it's a cool time we're in because like 10 years ago it was literally impossible to do that <laughs> like it's crazy dude 100 percent. you know it's uh it's a really 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 crazy time it's and, definitely possible i gotta man. say i mean i'm 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 excited to see where you're able to take it because <laughs> for you to you know you're about to hit a hundred thousand subscribers and I remember nine when months. You came to New York, and we did the you know the first one of your first earlier on vlogs. Yeah, episode like, four. You know, was that one. it's it's, and I know that you're the type of guy who's just never going to settle, and you're going to want to get to a million, and then ten million, and you're going to want to come at Jake Paul's throat. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And like, you know, whatever. Yes, yeah, so that's the uh, that's the uh, thing behind. Um, once you get to a hundred thousand, you're immediately looking at a million. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Like another, th- right. like a hundred and one thousand, like trash. <laughs> so it's like you hit a hundred thousand. Now you just gotta do that nine more times. Yeah, I think two hundred thousand would be crazy too. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to grow this thing and um, inspire as many people as I can. I'm just, I'm just trying to create amazing content. And then all the other stuff is a bonus. Like, I can inspire people. I want to keep people in the game. Like, people like me that just grew up around nothing and keep them in the game and uh, just, like, keep them around it. So let me ask you a question, if I if I may. Go so I'm, I'm really curious because I come at it from a very different angle. I'm not fully embedded in the YouTube community as much as I should be, yeah. nor as much as, you know, you are or anything. You have to, fig- you have to figure it. it out, too. It's not just... Well, yeah, and I just, I mean, I think it's just, you know, there's just a, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's its own community. But what I'm really interested in, and I'm curious, and it kind of relates to this podcast, like, you know, you're able to build a significant following through one platform, YouTube. And, like, YouTube is really an anomaly in the sense that, like, people really build platforms on YouTube way more than any other social media. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people on YouTube that are like popping on YouTube, but they might not be, you know, and everyone just the get, mainstream yeah. would consider famous, but they're YouTube famous, right? And so my question is for you, like, like, do you think that one, the world is just going to change and like eventually that's just going to be like what like famous is is like this this sense of like internet famous or do you think that it's going to be kind of a combination or and then also the other thing is is like when you start doing other things like a podcast or if you were to do something else how do you take that youtube following that you know is there to support the videos how do you move them onto something else like if you were to put music out or if you're doing a podcast how do you transition them over to another platform and have you had trouble with that or 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 is it something that I you think, think the, about I think I, the biggest thing is just um I think the biggest thing cuz cuz I've thought about that with I thought about that with like music and beats I was like man if I'm not like cuz I had a weird confusion it's like all right if I'm putting out songs can I put out beats you know what I mean? It's like, all right, if I'm a podcast, am I a radio host? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like different mm-hmm. stigmas behind everything. And um, I've thought, I've definitely thought about that a lot. But I think the answer is just being authentic. You know what I mean? And just like, almost like, just like being myself everywhere and expressing my expressing myself as myself everywhere. You know what I mean? Right. And just right. being authentically me here in the podcast. I think the podcast is more just like long form what you see in the videos. Um, but right. it's just like I th- more like the personality. Yeah, I think it's just being authentic and just like tell. I think like if if I tell my story on the YouTube vlogs and tell my story in the podcasts and do whatever else and and people know me and it's authentic. I think 
the songs are you're gonna hear the lyrics and it's just gonna be the same thing and um and with the other question when it comes to the youtube thing i think eventually it's gonna get there um i don't think it's gonna be i think i think in the next couple years it's gonna be like this 50 50 thing where where people are everyone's gonna be on the internet so it's gonna be like this weird like Right, because like dudes like Will Smith are vlogging. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. So it's gonna be like this thing where the other people are gonna do what Will Smith did. So it's gonna be like this fifty-fifty, like internet, real life type of thing where I don't know. It's almost like Vine, YouTube. You know what I mean? It's like different types of I don't know. It's like different types of celebrities almost like where um, they're gonna have tons of people following them, but no one's gonna know who they are because like. I don't know. It's weird, man. It's like, cause what's the news? You know what I mean? Like where, cause I guess like Snapchat and Instagram is the news now. You know what I mean? If, if you're going to see, I don't know. It's weird. Twitter, Twitter. Today. Yeah. Twitter. Like I feel like the news stations are like Twitter and Snapchat now and like Facebook, I guess. Cause everything else is just social media, but like, I don't know. But yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't know. Like I, I, Cause it's, it'd be crazy if it did do that. Cause then it's just like, all right, well, who's the top music makers? <laughs> right, <laughs> the kids on right. fucking YouTube making tight beats. Like, I don't yeah, know. I mean, who's, I mean, who, I mean, honestly though, it's true. Like, you know, name an artist, name an artist that's, uh, doing Jake Paul tour numbers right now. I know. Right. That's, that's what I was saying. It's like, crazy, man. Okay. Like G easy. Like maybe like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's insane. Like, you know, I mean, the YouTube shit is wild, man, and it's its own little pocket, but it's got so yeah. Much I think strength. I think those dudes, Jake and Logan, really exposed what was going on because um, people knew about it. People knew people were making money, and um, right. people knew that like a lot of people were following them. But like those two dudes really just exposed it because they had like they definitely crossed it over. Yeah, the yeah, they had the ammunition behind them, but like they just exposed what was going on because they figured out the formula. You know. They just right, figured right. out this whole like every video is clickbait. A video every single day. The video has to be fifteen to twenty minutes long. You sell merch ASAP to do bigger and better things every single video. They had all the connections through Vine, so they were able to collab with so many people, like right off the bat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So these dudes both got like ten million subscribers in like a year. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's a weird thing. Like, I've been struggling too with the whole like because I feel like long term, if you stay true to your videos, don't do anything that's like too gimmicky and like don't don't like fall into the trends. You know what I mean? I feel like you'll last longer like that. You know what I mean? Like the slow climb. Like I always try to stay away from like clickbaity shit or crazy shit. But at the same time, when I put arrows pointing to my computer, more people click on it and I get more views. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this. Right, it's this right. weird thing where um, you have to like give and take from that too. Um, cause like, yeah. So I got a question for you. Do you think that for me, for what I'm doing with my YouTube channel, do you think I'm better off creating, uh, a more, cause I'm still trying to, to hash out my season two idea. Do you think I'm better off creating a, like I was, you know, the idea that I was talking to you about that we won't get into specifics, but let's just say a, a little bit more of a, a fleshed out uh higher production value but yeah but less episodes yeah vlog or do you think that it's more valuable to create 
a true representation of like kind of a lot more live like you know Casey Neistat you know multiple a week like really like directly in time with what's actually happening at that exact time like you know I think film an episode put it out the next day type. I think if I was in your shoes I'm not sure like how high like we'll say we'll say you're talking about like some some Netflix documentary or some like vice type stuff Hmm. and then Casey I say you like if I was you I would do the in-between I would do the I would have a section I would have your videos so that they that's that's what I'm kind of do but it's I'm trying to kind of do that but it's a little tricky but like it's almost like this thing where they really get to know you on a personal level it's like there's clips of you uh like you're on tour right so it it would be clips of you hanging out in the the van or or the bus or whatever like backstage and then it's like epic shit at the same time with you talking behind the scenes it's almost like like almost just kind of similar to how noisy does those noisy rap things you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but there's Mm -hmm. like stuff going on and you're able to get that personal feel to it and at the same time it's like super epic I think those are the best kind of videos and they work really well for artists too. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if the whole, like the Casey Knight that thing would work, but I don't know. And then the other videos are super epic. Like, yeah, it's interesting. I, I go back and forth on it so much, you know, cause my first season was very Casey Neistat. It was, it was really just me and a camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm going to be on tour. I'm going to be doing all these things. You know, I want to have the element of cinematography and you know outside perspective yeah but i think you know do i want to turn the camera on myself every once in a while and do the selfie walk and talk through the airport i mean that might still be valuable yeah i think you could try both dude honestly if they're put together the right way yeah Um, is it i think it just has to be edited yeah there's a lot of thought that goes into them it's weird you wouldn't think there's a lot of thought but like everything is thought out you know because it's almost like you're telling a story every video um, especially with what you're trying to create, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, what was I going to say? I forget what I was going to say. Fuck. I forget what I was going to say, but whatever. <laughs> no worries. That was good. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I appreciate the advice for sure. Yeah. I'm excited to see how they come out i mean i think i've I've always mapped it out in my head <laughs> if i ever got to a point where i was going on tour for some kyle beats tour i don't know if it'd be like me doing an actual tour as an artist or i don't know what it would be we'll see what happens but um if i ever did something like that in the future i always just think that i would have my own camera i would have a videographer with me we would go throughout the day, you know, I'd be vlogging. He'd be doing some like, just like documentary style things. Um, I always like those embedded's. I said this in the last podcast too. Those embedded's episodes on, uh, the UFC does. I always like the way those are filmed. It's just like this documentary and like noisy, noisy, super dope too. Like the noisy raps. But I would, I, I think I would have something where it's like the, the vloggy combination where they kind of get, I mean, they already know me, but like, uh, like, uh, catfish. If you ever watch that show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the similar film style. Just like that documentary style where, where right. I'm talking and they're they're like kind of knowing what's going on on a ground level. And then like the show starts and, and it's like and it's like super, it like slowly just goes into like the epic documentary style where it's like the music and 
um, different parts of the show and whatever. Just I don't know, just a day in the life type of thing. You know, what, you know, what was really right. filmed good too was that that Mike's. Do you ever watch the Mike's that um, Esquire when they were on Esquire? Yeah, that shit was. Dope. Yeah, I mean the production. I really like the way that was, that was filmed. Um, yeah, I feel like it, it would be similar to that too, except I'd be like there'd be points where I'm holding the camera and you can, you know, you can tell that it's like we're creating this shit. Um, right, right. But yeah, I mean that's like the that's like the big that's like the big picture. What, what do you what do you think you're you're like? I know this is crazy, but what do you think you're like big picture, um, like big picture moment is? Because like I don't even know where I want to end up when it comes to like where do i want to live you know what i mean like do i want to live in la <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> i know i want to go there but i don't right. i'm not sure if i want to live there i've never lived there before at all um i know i want to live somewhere warm unless like i don't know i have a penthouse in new york or something crazy like i don't know like what what's right. what is right. your big picture moment look like um i mean that's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. It is a tough question. I want to take it far, you know. I mean, I think it's always, I, I think there's always something else. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, you know, I I love doing what I'm doing and I want to grow this artist shit as big as I possibly can and I want to be sh- selling out shows around the world, you know. I think that's, that's, to me, I'll feel like I made it when I'm selling out shows across the world. Yeah. And then once that happens who knows what I'm going to feel like. I mean, I might be like, all right, well now I want to, I think you're the type of artist really that wants to do something for my community or, or, you yeah. know, do something, you know what I yeah, mean? I like, think you'll, you'll probably reset too. And just, you'll figure that stuff out. You know, you'll reevaluate once you get to that point and figure out what you want right, to do. Next. Exactly. I feel like you're, I mean, I've, you're constantly pivoting, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like you're the type of artist that once you start, <coughs> once you start selling out big venues in the U S I feel like, you're going to start selling big venues overseas, like right away. Yeah. You know, I feel like yeah. that's the type of fan base you have where it's like, it's not equal, but it's just like, you have so many fans in Europe and um, stuff like that as you do in America almost. Um, totally. But yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy question. Something that is definitely hard to answer. But you know what is important about that question, man? It's like, I don't know about you, but... I would say pretty much 100% of my free time is spent fantasizing about where I'm going to go. And I only think about it in a positive context. And that's a recent thing for me. And it's also probably the reason that my life is going in a, in a direction like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I truly believe, you know, I don't want to get too spiritual on you, but... I truly believe that like it's a law of attraction if you yeah if you think about these things these things are going to come to you because you're constantly it's constantly on your mind so then you're just going to naturally subconsciously your your brain is going to start planning towards getting to that place you know what I mean and it's not it's not material things it's not fantasizing about the big house and the big car or whatever it's 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 just the level you know it's thinking on that level thinking on a high level thinking on a global level thinking on that scale, you know, will get you to that scale. Yeah. Because I'll, if you don't, you're just going to cut corners and you're going to be a cut corner middle middle level thing. I always just think about my, I feel like I'm obsessed with my daily schedule. So I always think about 
my thing that I picture in the future is just waking up in my own fucking house, like a mm-hmm. nice house, sunny California, <laughs> AC inside, hitting the studio, start filming. You know what I'm saying? Like having a having a. I feel like just it's just like you you. you this is the stuff you think about late at night. It's just like, yeah, I want to be. I want to have money. I want to like be in my own place. But at the same time, it's like, am I really going to live my whole life without like having a group of people around me that like we're making epic content with and like going on tour and like doing all this other crazy stuff? Because like when you look back, am I going to be glad that I made some money and had fun making beats in my studio or do I want to do epic stuff too and make videos that last forever? And um, I feel like I think about that stuff a lot too. No, I think I think we don't need to know the answer. I think that, you know, as long as you're stashing away some money as you're making it as a creator, you know, that's the best thing you can do. And, you know, that gives you a safety net for your future. But, you know, now is the time to be going for the biggest possible impact you can. You know it's gonna be you know, you know it's gonna be scary too in the future with every every genre and every uh, industry. It's all these thirteen year old kids that are on YouTube now stressing about how they haven't made how they haven't made it yet <laughs> i feel like that's a that's a common trend even with my shit dude like there's like 14 year old kids that are like man how do you make your beats so good i'm like dude if i was making beats when i was 14 bro like i don't know i just i've just i've listened to a lot of podcasts watched a lot of videos i feel like it's like it's crazy dude there's gonna be a lot of kids in high school that are just like phenoms like just from the jump that are just taking over you know what i mean i don't know and dude, younger kids are so much better at the internet than us. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the new college, man. It's just like high school is in high school is the new college. Is how I feel, man. I feel like high school kids are more hip than college kids now. Um, Same. That's why I never went to college. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's a good time though. But um, yeah, I don't know. That was a good podcast. I think we talked about a bunch of stuff. I think you're going to be back here a bunch of times. Um, I'd love to, and I just want to say I thank you for the opportunity. I'm happy to be a small part of your tremendous story and everything that you're doing, man. It's inspiring to me as one of your best friends to see you working hard. It makes me want to grind even harder. So let's get it. Happy to be on the, on the podcast, let's bro. Let's get it. So um, for those of you who don't know Cam, why don't you just go plug all your stuff? Everyone go follow Cam because, like, Cam's gonna be in the future with all the shit, so you might as well follow him all now. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. plug like Instagram, Listen. Twitter, and like YouTube. I'm gonna plug the shit out of my YouTube <laughs> because I know that that's what a lot of you motherfuckers are on right now. So, follow me on YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash Cam Meekins. Just it? search Cam Meekins and it shows up. Yeah, YouTube.com/slash Cam Meekins. Follow me there. <laughs> okay. Follow me on Instagram, Here's Twitter. <laughs> um, you know, be on the lookout for all this new content and uh, new uh, new music coming out very, very shortly. Big announcements on that very, very shortly. To any of the Lamb City fam that's already a fan, already listening, thank you for the continued support. A lot of big stuff coming in the future. You know, I'm working my ass off over here 24 7. So let's get it. Please, please, please shout me out. Yeah. So if you guys want to follow Cam, search Cam Meekins on YouTube. Follow him. Just at Cam Meekins on Twitter, at Cam Meekins on Instagram. Those are the main things. You could probably just search him on SoundCloud or Spotify, all that shit too. 
but uh yeah I and mean, we've we've done like this there's a song on Kyle Beats Radio that I produced by Cam Meekins go check it out it's called Heroin <laughs> and we got some more coming out yes but uh yeah man that was a solid podcast let's get it we're out here making beats we're out here I gotta have something to say at the end of my podcast I just think like uh you know come up with your tagline this is the time right call now call this shit crazy just freestyle it yeah. I always say we're out here making beats we're out here living life we're out here doing our podcast have a yeah I think ha- we're is. out here making beats we're out here living life thank you for listening to the podcast it was a good one peace out Yo, pal, this is crazy. so there you go there you have it there's the end of the podcast I hope you guys enjoyed that one um it was a good one it was good I got to learn a little bit more in depth of um Cam's story of what happened with the jet ski accident and all that stuff and um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it um episode two there's three episodes there's one more episode i'm putting out for this launch and uh i am going to try to continue posting these um once a week i will get better at talking it's a new thing for me talking on a podcast um just on a microphone to someone that is not in the same room as you it's a a interesting thing but i love podcasts so i'm going to continue it it's super fun it's super fun to get these conversations out reaching out to people and yeah it's like i hope you guys enjoy it let me know what you guys thought give me your honest opinions too like hit me up on uh hit me up on instagram let me know your opinion let me know where i can do better yada 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 i'm just getting started in this so it's all like raw obviously the audio quality is pretty phenomenal because everyone that i know is a musician and we all have great mics um but yeah actually cam was on his ipod headphones this time um iphone headphones but yeah that's the end of this episode go follow me youtube kyle beats subscribe to this podcast and it's lit i'll see you guys i'll hear from you guys whatever whatever episode three is next with my homie aries make sure you go check that one out and i will see hear from you guys i don't know what to say at the end thank you guys for listening until the next one peace